Okay, but what do we do when our kids are just flat out, quote unquote, defiant and they're telling us blatantly, no. I mean, it happens at a very young age and you're like, what do I say to that? I know what I want to say, but what is the appropriate way uh, Islamically and as a gentle, mindful parent to respond when my toddler tells me no? And sometimes they can have their little meltdown. So today we're going to tackle that one together. Hello, assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslim Speaks, the place where we are empowering women to grow and thrive. It's so good to be back with you guys. How is your summer going? I'm always wondering when I ask that question how it's really going for everyone because we are an international community and subhanAllah there's there's all different types of uh, weather going on all over the world but alhamdulillah we're part of the days of the hijjah so just a reminder take advantage of these great days in the time of hajj and uh, you know just make a lot of dua a lot of salah fasting good deeds extra of everything just to take the full benefit inshallah it's great time to to connect with Allah and to connect with each other so today we are covering a topic again on parenting because I get like I said a lot of requests on certain topics and this one is actually funny because um, I was getting you know certain comments and questions regarding it but then it's kind of funny because my daughter um, had a similar thing and the topic I'm covering today is um, how to handle the fact that your toddler is starting to tell you no or, or saying no or asserting themselves and you know subhanAllah it's really funny because a lot of parents they take it really personal it's like let's get real for a minute when you put your heart and soul into a child and you love them to death and they're so cute and so sweet when they're babies and this and that and then they, all of a sudden they just blatantly like pound fists on tables and start telling you no and they're not going to do what you said it kind of goes against everything in the way that you thought your parenting was gonna go. And a lot of parents take it super personal, like, oh, I thought my kid was gonna be awesome, I envisioned their, you know, their behavior was gonna be like this. And some parents, they take it super personal, like this is something like defiance. And, um, you know, all of a sudden, maybe their child is bad, quote unquote, because they're just basically asserting what uh, what they want, what they don't want. So that's the topic of today because there there are some easy do's and don'ts. Now, it is a totally normal phase, just so you can feel a bit better about it. And um, if you don't already know me, uh, you just joined in. I'm a mom. I'm a mom of five. And I've been a parent or been parenting for 20 years i'm also an educator so i've dealt with hundreds and hundreds if not thousands of families and and children so when i say it's normal it's like been there done that it's normal no worries and i will talk a bit more about that but then we're going to talk more in this podcast about what you should be doing or not doing when that happens to make everything go a bit smoother inshallah and also the importance of handling this situation because if you don't things could get a little out of control and it could make the difficulty of handling such things last for longer than needs be like in the present moment and then possibly years to come so let's talk about that in a minute but before i do if you're not already aware we are also on the web at www.mindful-muslima.com we have um some different resources that are going up i put up blog posts related to things i talk about on the podcast you can have it in writing and we are currently doing kind of like a summer launch of some homeschool courses because 
The year's about to come in again, and there's some moms out there that I know could really use some support in homeschooling and what to do. So from one trained educator, one teacher trainer, you know, into this community we have, I really want to help everyone out and get them at a better level of their homeschool. So yeah, check those out if you want. I'll put a link in the description, but you'll also find it at uh, Mindful Muslim at Ad. Uh, excuse me, mindful-muslima.com. You'll find my course link there as well on my website. So let's dive right in. Let's talk a minute about this saying no thing. So first of all, I just want to say it is totally normal. And you know, it's really funny, like I was mentioning my daughter before, she knows that I've talked about this before to her because I'm a mom and we have a pretty close relationship now that she's married. And, you know, she's like, oh, mom, it has started because she knows like I've talked about it when like her other siblings, when they start to do it. And she's like, ooh, it's harder than you think because, yeah, you know, you envision like how your day's going to go, what you're going to do, what the child's going to do. And they're only very small. I think her, her son is one and a half, but he's at that moment. And subhanAllah, you know, the, what I want everybody to know just to feel a bit better is it is totally normal. So like physically, children go through different stages. And as a mom of five, it's funny because I can see the same pattern, like all the kids around the same ages that happen. And I noticed that before I started getting into to the child development um, information on all that, but it is it is very true. And these feelings that happen about one and a half to two years old, you know, start to happen because we, um, you know, as human beings, as we're developing, we start to realize that we have choice. We understand the power of words. So imagine if all of a sudden you say no, and then your parents all of a sudden pay attention to you, like they get alerted to the fact that you're saying no. You start as a little, little child to feel a little bit powerful. And you're like, ooh, this word, no, let me see what I could do with that word. And so they start to press us and press us. And by the way, not every child jumps to saying no. So if your child has never learned how to say no, um, you might want to give them simple choices of yes or no to help them to kind of learn. It's actually a healthy thing to learn about yes and no and the power of yes and no. And so that's totally normal. Uh, Like I said, for the kids to go through that. But let's talk about what to do when you've tried distracting them from the no thing that they're saying. You've tried redirecting them and these things are failing and you find yourself in a battle of wills and it's just a complete refusal of them to cooperate. Like what do you do? And how about what should you not be doing? And if I don't get control of this, like what are the potential ramifications of that? Let me tell you what it is. The truth is kids are really smart. They're really smart at a very young age and they can pick up on patterns. So what they're constantly doing, whether you realize it or not as a mom, is you might be busy caught up in a whirlwind of the house and the laundry and the cooking and the baby caring. But kids are like, they're kind of chill. They're sitting back and they're watching you and they're noticing and unconsciously keeping track because that's the way the human mind works of your your behavior patterns of what you do when they say no, what you do um, when you're upset, what you do when you're not upset. They're paying attention. They just kind of are registering it all, but they don't talk about it because obviously they're little. So if we don't pay attention to how we respond to them in certain ways, like how am I responding and what am I showing the child? They're picking up in those patterns and they might, they might interpret them differently ways if we're not handling it right and they might kind of draw out things into tantrums longer um, exacerbating situations and basically overall this stage that they're going through might last longer or drag out because of the reaction they see that they're getting from us so that the thing is it can cause like a lot of stress for much longer than needed so what I would say is the best thing to do is just to handle it right from the beginning you want to make sure that the child is getting positive healthy responses with their behavior and then we help them 
them work through all their emotions and shout that. So let's talk really quick about what to not do. So the first thing is to not let the situation drag on and on. We don't want it to go on and on. So we don't, you know, the next thing, which is ignore their emotions. Ignoring their emotions is not going to work, guys. I know sometimes you'll hear that thing of like ignoring um, negative things your children do, only acknowledging the positive things. Yes, that's true. But when children are going through certain emotional stages or physical stages where they do need comfort and support, it is not actually the optimum time to do that ignoring that you might see. And some psychologists would even be against that whole idea of ignoring quote unquote but we'll talk about that at a later time for now let's just say for this particular action of them saying no don't let it drag on especially don't be um, ignoring them as this is happening and the other thing is don't try to reason or negotiate with the child. Now, it's funny enough that that's probably the first thing we're going to try to do, right? Reason with them, negotiate with them is why no can't happen. But guess what, guys? Their frontal cortex is just not, their frontal lobe, you know, this area, it's not ready for negotiation. It's not ready for reasoning. They don't actually have the physical capacity to engage in that conversation with you. So it's just kind of a waste of your time and my time. So you don't have to bother with that. There's other things you can do. And you definitely, definitely don't want to use sarcasm or laugh and belittle their emotions at the moment like oh look at him (laughs) he's saying no like it's not the time for that because actually it's not actually healthy for the child to see you react to their emotions in that way and it could leave a, a negative impact so we don't do that and then the last thing is don't allow your own emotions to get out of control and that's the hardest thing I think for moms because you know naturally you're like oh my child told me no how could he where did I go wrong and parents start having this like their own personal meltdown and the kids like I said are totally watching and they're taking notice that hmm well when I say no mom loses control so this is a really great chance for me to get control <laughs> so it's like you don't want to do that right so let's just uh, recap for a minute you don't want to let the situation drag on um, you don't want to ignore their their feelings you don't want to reason and negotiate you obviously don't want to belittle their emotions by being sarcastic or laughing and then you obviously need to make sure you get a grip of your own emotions okay that seems pretty basic harder said than done but you know let's let's move into what we should be doing to get a a better picture of what we could be um, working on to handle the situation the first one we want to do is we want to basically empathize with our child. I've talked before on how to like um, talk children down from tantrums. Empathizing is a huge piece because they're in a reactionary mode and you need to pull them out of that. And the only way to do that at that stage, at that age in child development is empathy. Empathy kind of like cools them down. They're all like very, very assertive. I'm going to say no. And you have to be like, oh, honey, I'm so sorry. I know it must be hard for you that you don't want to go to bed right now or you don't want to take a bath right now. I know you have to do that, even though it might not be your first instinct to do so. And I've talked about that in my toddler tantrums podcast. Go back to that one if you're not aware. That one I talk a great deal about the importance of the of understanding where the child's development is and understanding how to respond appropriately to their physical limitations. Kids have tons of physical mental limitations at that point because of brain development or the lack of certain parts being developed. So yeah, go check that one out if you didn't already. You'll learn a lot about the child and the child development, um, you know, and how it progresses and it will make you feel so much better. You're not crazy. All those feelings you're feeling, all the things your children were going through. So go back and check that one out. But 
let's pretend you already watched that so I don't have to waste your time with that or excuse me or listen to that. So empathy is really important to grab our child's attention out of that reactionary mode. And then, you know, sometimes we have to prepare ourselves that there could be a tantrum coming on. And if we prepare ourselves for that and we also know how to handle tantrums because like I said, you go back to my podcast, that will make us get a grip on our emotions better because we're kind of preparing like, well, this one might not go well. Let me always be in preparation to handle a tantrum as well, which means basically keeping yourself calm and then following through with the steps that I suggested. The other thing is you might want to decide quickly what is and is not allowed. So a child's going to say no. Sometimes it's not a big deal if they say no, to be honest. You know, like, no, I don't want that cookie. Well, maybe there's another cookie that there's an option for, like there's colors of cookies. He didn't want the blue one, but maybe there's the yellow one that he likes. And I'm not like, you know, encouraging cookie eating. I'm just saying like, for just as an example, if it's something that they want, that actually it's kind of okay since you're going to give it to them anyway, if they chose a slightly different option, it's not a big deal. We don't have to always feel like, you know, we're coming back against their no. It's not really important. And also like, and let's say, for example, um, the child, you're giving them a bath, you're taking them out of the bath, and they're like, no, mommy, I want the blue towel. And you know that the blue towel is like fresh and just folded, and it's away, and it's like in the other room, and you don't want to go get it. And you know you have this other one right next to you, and it's red, and it's not um, maybe like, you know, it's, it's not the ideal one they want but for you it's the most convenient thing and they're like no I want the blue one I mean what's the big deal with giving them the blue one really okay so you have to maybe wash another towel but is it really such a big deal I mean at the end of the day I think sometimes we go into this power struggle with them it's not really necessary so the first thing I would say after you know understanding that you know we have to empathize. We might have a tantrum coming on hand. We also have to pick our battles. You know, that's a really smart thing I think my mom taught me when I was younger. Just like pick your battles. Like you can't fight with your kids about everything. Like pick your battles. Is it a big deal? Should we make a big deal out of it? And so, you know, you handle it accordingly. So you decide if it's something that how it should be handled or not. And the other thing is you also have the opportunity of offering an alternative to your child. So, you know, the great thing about choice is that it does make them feel empowered. So they're obviously wanting to feel empowered by saying no, but you can kind of take that need for a little bit more choice, which is what they have, right? And that's a human human need, it's okay. And just basically turn it into another choice that is more of a controlled choice. And, um, you know, like say they don't wanna go to bed, no, 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 okay. So, you know, and then you can give them another choice that is not quite the same, but it is kind of gonna get them to do what you want to do anyway and it's not part of manipulation I mean if a child has to go to bed it's bedtime it's for their health they need to go to bed it's not like we're trying to harm them and then sometimes even like you you can almost distract them with another choice or, an, or another um, option that can sound similar but is not quite the same thing so we have to kind of get creative as parents and just say to ourselves, okay it's not always black and white I don't always have to like get into a thing with my kid about it if they say no we could talk about maybe another option okay like um, sometimes maybe they don't want to go to bed with you maybe if you brought daddy in so you want daddy to come in and kiss you goodnight I understand if you want to go with mommy or you want you know you could maybe if you're okay with giving them just like another five minutes with a book or something it's up to you but you have to understand that we have to get a little bit more creative and just create some situations where there are choices involved and you know sometimes even my kids with clothing they're like no I want to wear this dress and then I'm like no you can't wear and then I'm like really what's the big deal with letting them wear that one and so sometimes what I do and I've learned 
kids kind of like they get to this point where they want to wear what they want to wear and it sometimes even happens in toddler ages so what I do right away is if I know I know they're going to go straight for something like my daughter loves to put on party dresses she wants to wear party dresses all day everywhere and it's just not appropriate so what I do is since I know she likes dresses I'll purposely buy dresses but they obviously won't be as exciting as a party dress and when she wakes up in the morning I'll lay two dresses because I know she's going to go straight for dresses anyway lay two dresses on her bed and I'll go mama which one would you like to wear the pretty pink dress or the pretty blue dress now there are times where she's going to break out in a tantrum and say oh no I want the party dress inside and I'll be like absolutely you can have the party dress when there's a party no problem but for today would you like the pink dress or the blue dress and then I diverted see notice I said yes you can have the dress I didn't say it was right now but I did say yes and that's another trick sometimes you can tell them like yes they can do the thing that they want or you know they don't have to listen to you that particular way but you could also tell them that at that time they can have that but for right now let's look at this because think about it when they hear yes it doesn't make them so upset but when you just flat out like no you have to do what I said right now it puts them into reactionary mode so we have to just be very careful with our language as well so offering them a choice or an alternative and lastly sometimes guys out of sight out of mind you just need to remove your child from the situation like I had a particular toy my daughter had wanted and she was just adamant about having it well guess what as long as it's in front of her face it just makes it even harder that she couldn't have it at that moment because by the way it didn't belong to her it was another child and that child was getting upset or whatever so I had to actually just physically remove her from it being in front of her face because that enough was to trigger her and just keep making her upset about it so sometimes we have to be smart and why do we continue to have that same conversation with the child in the room with that thing right in front of them like the ice cream or whatever it is that they want sometimes we have to just physically get up and take them out the room kind of like when we're we're adults right we have a a, um, a not awesome conversation with somebody and that person is still in the room as long as that person is still in the room sometimes it's just our emotions are going to get gripped so we have to sometimes take ourselves outside the room take a walk outside cool down not have that person who's triggering us right in front of our face and just take a moment to ourselves. And you know what? Kids need that too. And sometimes we forget. We think they're little people and they don't have the emotions and they should just get it together. But it's really not fair because us as adults sometimes struggle with that. So, you know, what I would say is afterwards, after the whole thing is over, take time to reflect. I mean, your child might actually dislike something enough to use the same word over and over again. No, 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 no. Well, let's think about why they're doing that. What's bothering them? And is there anything you could do about changing the situation or preventing their frustration? Like, for example, you think about when you were a kid and like your mom tried to make you keep eating a particular vegetable and you were like, no, no, no. Let's say to this day, you still hate that vegetable. Guess what, guys? They're they're starting to develop preferences that are natural. They might be just natural preferences that they have. They might not like peas and you keep shoving peas in front of their face. And, and sometimes there's certain tastes that we don't like, even us to this day right there's certain types of foods we don't like to this day as adults so they might start to get into that age of preference and now if they're shoving away every fruit and every vegetable obviously that's not you know going to be healthy for them so that's a different story but we do have to pay attention to what is triggering them and just take some time in your day to reflect on what that might be and if it's possible to avoid it because that might be the solution in and of itself so I hope that was really helpful I know it's not always easy to deal with those situations but when we think about what we shouldn't be doing and what we should be doing 
It is a lot easier. And I want you to know that these stages that our children are going through are normal, guys. There is not a mother out there who hasn't had her child to tell them no. There isn't a mother out there who hasn't had a child who throw a tantrum. It's normal. What is the thing that we should be working on is managing them. Not not hoping they don't happen. Not thinking there's some perfection uh, in terms of parenting. We can create some some uh scenario where these things aren't going to happen they're going to happen so predict they're going to happen and then just think about how can i handle them better if you have any questions don't forget you can always dm me i love your dms keep sending your uh suggestions and please share this podcast with somebody else you think would benefit and if you really are enjoying these podcasts please please on the apple podcast platform there's a rating section send us a rating give us a rating so when people come through they can know this is content they should be stopping and listening to because the way it works these days guys is people don't know if it's quality unless they see people leave reviews so it's just really helpful for us and for other women to know that it's somewhere they can get some really great benefit thanks again i'll be talking to you in the next podcast